WTEL podcasts are powered by Stanley Steamer Air Duct Cleaning, Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. We already know Lyme disease spread by ticks in our region can be a debilitating condition. Just ask Elena Deladon and her occasional bouts with Lyme. But when it gets to the heart, a potentially fatal disease, uh, we haven't generally thought of Lyme as fatal, just debilitating. Tom Averill, health and science reporter, Philadelphia Inquirer, philly.com, with us live in the Philadelphia area. And Tom, a cautionary note that this is very, very rare, but still, uh, I guess you came up with an example of someone who did succumb to Lyme after it got into his heart. Uh, thanks for having me. Hi. Yeah, it, it really uh, took me by surprise. I had never heard of this condition, but it's called Lyme carditis. Um, and what can happen? Well, so out of the 300,000 people that get Lyme disease every year in the United States, about 3,000, that is, one in 100, will get Lyme carditis. And uh, that means that the bacteria have infected some portion of their heart. Uh, among those 3,000 every year, only a small fraction actually die, fortunately. But nevertheless, it's, it's a very serious consequence that you can't mess around with. Is there anything that decides whether it gets into that part of your body or not, or just random luck of the draw, or unluck? Uh, it's a very good question. I, I don't know. But um, what first can happen is something called a heart block, where it, it literally infects the electrical circuitry that goes from your um, from between the different chambers of your heart, so it can make you feel short of breath or uh, faint. Um, and then in the, more, in the most severe cases, it, it can infect the overall heart muscle and the lining surrounding the heart. And that's when you might get a dangerous um, irregular rhythm that could lead to fatality. And I suppose the usual problem is it's so difficult in the beginning to detect Lyme, to get a a, a confirmable positive on that. And some doctors uh, uh, may look for other causes because the symptoms are so uh, parallel or similar. And uh, then by the time you find out, it, it might be past the time where antibiotics would have easily worked. Um, I think that, that tends to be true. I, uh, yeah, some people are, uh, I don't know what to use the term fortunate, but in some cases you get that classic bullseye rash on your body, and uh, that, that's a telltale indicator. But in many cases, you don't get that, and so you're relying upon the doctor being able to interpret other symptoms, which, as you said, can be misinterpreted. And the tragic case of the victim that you track in your story in the Philadelphia Inquirer, young man, and he had several bouts and uh, then seemed to be uh, on his uh, way to a uh, cure and then dies anyway. Um, yeah, that was tragic. And, and he did, uh, in the first the blood test for Lyme came back negative, so they thought he had a virus of some sort and they gave him Benadryl, um, but then he later got worse. And they, they did finally make the correct diagnosis at this hospital in Maine. Um, and so he uh, was discharged, and he came home to his family in Quakertown, right here in the Philadelphia area, and, um, and then it took a turn for the worse, and uh, it was too late. He actually collapsed on the stairs, so it was an awful story, and all credit to this family for um, Quakertown who was, that was willing to share the, um, the story in order to promote awareness. And i got to confess, whenever I see a Lyme article, I just feel all the more compelled to uh, do more on it on the air just because we seem to be one of the epicenters of uh, ticks and Lyme in, in all of North America, uh, Jersey, southeastern Pennsylvania, Delaware, and then extending, obviously, through Connecticut. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Uh, wear pants and use antipocalypse when you're out in the woods.
Yeah, and even this time of year. I mean, it seems to be more obvious you see the ticks in late spring, early summer, but really, in theory, year-round. And, well, there you go. Anything else? Any other developments in this regard? Uh, there is a company in Europe that's working on a vaccine for Lyme. Uh, I don't know when that will come out or how well it will work, but that could be a promising development. Well, there was a vaccine that came out in the 1990s, was briefly available to the public, I think, one or two years, uh, three-round course of, of, of vaccinations. But I guess the problem was a certain number of people did uh, come up with uh, some problems, and uh, then it creates false positives, my understanding, uh, for the rest of your life on Lyme tests. And then finally, uh, they were uh, finding that maybe it made people overconfident while they took the Lyme uh, uh, vaccinations and didn't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, that's my understanding, too. So I'm hoping this new version will be better. All right, Tom, thanks. Your piece in the Philadelphia Inquirer and Philly.com. And uh, Tom Averill covering health and science for the Inky.